Welcome, all of you wine and true crime lovers. I'm your host, Brandy. And I'm Jamie. And this is Texas Wine and True Crime. We do what we do so we can see you. Thanks for being here, friends, for episode two of season two, Jealousy and Murder. Well, Jamie, here we are, season two, again, episode two, yeah, second one. Um, I feel like the new year is off to a pretty good start. Um, we're busy meeting a lot of cool people that listen to the show, so it's been it's been fun. Yeah, we've definitely um, been in contact with a lot more people through the I know Facebook. Yeah, so come join us, you guys. It's been fun. So we're wishing you just a happy new year and just many blessings for everyone out there listening. So the crime we chose for this week is the case of Andrine McDonald. The wine for this week comes from our friends at Los Pinos Ranch Vineyards. Jamie, I believe this is number three with Los Pinos. Third time's a charm. And and I got a message that they listened to our show. Yay! And wanted to know when we might be coming down for a visit. So Hopefully soon. <laughs> if you hear Los Pinos, think of us. All right, so this one is named Texican, and it is a blend of the best of Texas and the best of Mexico. Jamie, do you want to tell them um, the two blend that is on the back of this oh, label because you <laughs> pronounce it so much better than I do. So it's Sangiovese and then Montepulciano. I know it's like Montepulciano. Yeah. M-O-N-T-E-P-U-L-C-I-A-N-O. Right. Which okay. I always like think of them as being like Italian wines. So okay. where it goes with the Mexico thing. I mean, I guess... I, who knows? Well, we're going to find out. I, I put these questions on my list. So when I'm there at Los Pinos, we're going to get the answers to these questions. <laughs> and feel free to come and meet us, you know, when all the COVID craziness goes away. That's when we'll be there. Yes, we'll be there drinking. <laughs> of course. So um, this one, like we said, is called Texican and it's labeled as a dry red wine blend with hints of cherry, vanilla, tobacco and oak. Are you tasting any of those yet? Definitely the cherry, which I think comes at the end. It's so weird. I could smell the tobacco. I could too. We talked about that right when you, yeah. right when we started drinking it. But the cherry, I, I think it is at the end. I think you're right. I think you're, you got this. By the end, we'll definitely know. <laughs> By the end of the bottle, we usually know, <laughs> or, the, or we won't know anything at all. <laughs> And of course, hang out with us until the end so you can catch our wine rating and reviews and learn more about Los Pinos Ranch Vineyards. All right. Well, before we jump into episode two of season two, Jamie, do you want to let our listeners know where they can find us on social media? Of course I will. They can find us on Instagram at Texas Wine and True Crime. can also get us on our website at TexasWineAndTrueCrime.com and now you can find us on our Facebook group, which is Texas Wine and True Crime. You can just search it and then click the join button and we will let you in. Yes, yes, yeah. Lots of fun in there. Yep. All right. All right. Well, thank you guys. And if you listen on Apple and enjoy the show, please hop on. Give us five stars. It only helps, right? And don't forget to hit that subscribe um, button on your phone so you can just have a magically appearing next episode of Texas Wine and True Crime waiting for you. Um, it's just magic. You don't even miss them. <laughs> and please visit our website to sign up for our exciting news, which will be Swag Chat, upcoming episode, exclusive episodes, and just so much 
much more. We've got a lot coming up in the year, Jamie. A lot. It's going to be a busy, busy year, and I'm excited. Guys, keep your year busy. You know, COVID will go by a lot faster. (laughs) Vaccines will get here a lot quicker. (laughs) Just stay busy and happy. All right. So if you want to show us some love and support, feel free to buy us a glass of wine or four. We just magically turn coffee into wine. Just click that link on our website and help keep the decanter full because... We need it. Yeah. We drink wine on our show and tell a story. So let let us know. Share your wine. Maybe there's a wine you like. Tell us um, what it is. We'd love to give you a shout out for suggesting that. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be really cool. I know people. Well, we had that one girl that suggested the vineyard yeah. in Burleson. Yeah. And then we got, we ended up just getting a wine from the store and it just happened to be from there. Right. And I think we should, I think we're all going to meet up and go. So yeah, you guys uh, let us know what you like out there. All right, Jamie, are you ready to get into this week's case, Jealousy and Murder? Let's go. All right, so let's sip some wine and talk some crime. Try not to mess up their names. (laughs) Yes, these names, guys. (laughs) We'll see how we go. All right, so this week we are talking about the senseless murder of Andrine McDonald out of San Antonio, Texas. Now, of course, we want to give some facts about old old San Antonio to our (laughs) listeners outside of Texas. All right, number one, with attractions like Six Flags Fiesta, the Riverwalk, and the Alamo, it's no surprise that San Antonio is the most visited city in Texas. It's actually the 17th most visited city in the nation. Hmm. I know. Of all the places. But, I mean, it's cute. It's a cute town. It's a lot of fun. I've been there many, many times. It's probably (laughs) from San Antonio. I've many times. Love it there. Number two, largest Mexican market outside of Mexico. El Mercado's shopping district is the largest Mexican market in the U.S. It's a three-block outdoor plaza filled with a combination of 100 restaurants, shops, handicrafts, and fresh produce stands. The shopping district also hosts many Hispanic festivals. Okay, so have you, you've been to this plaza? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So... I mean, I just so many memories as a kid. Yeah. Up until now, just going to San Antonio, shopping in those markets, right? Buying these things that are just—if you guys can't see it right now—but we have. <laughs> what, they, what are these called, Chris? What is this called? Like a blanket, but. Oh, it's just a Mexican blanket? Yeah. <laughs> oh, but it's like the multi, it's like the rainbow color yes. one. It almost looks like what you would think, like a poncho, like a Mexican a, poncho. Yeah, poncho. That's what like. I'm thinking. Yeah. And then remember the rings you would get me with yes. your name? They would like sit there and engrave your name. Yes. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I loved those. If you haven't been there, you, you got to go check it out. And number three, San Antonio is home to the oldest church in Texas. San Fernando Cathedral dates back to 1738 and remains the heart of Catholic religion in San Antonio. Over 5,000 people attend services in just one weekend. I would believe that. That's awesome. I don't know if I've ever seen or been to that church. I am Catholic, was raised Catholic. I don't know. Yeah. I'll have to look next time I'm there. Maybe, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe when I was a kid, I was made to go to church in San Antonio, but just, when I became an adult, I had too many <laughs> shots at the bar. You're down on the river walk instead, <laughs> <laughs> drinking shots, margaritas, and eating chicken enchiladas. I'm definitely <laughs> doing that. I was definitely doing that. On February 28th, 2019, that was the last time anyone saw 29-year-old Andrean McDonald. On March 1st, police were notified after Andrine did not show up for work. 
137 days later, her skull and bones were found by a man looking for cow bones. What happened to Andrine McDonald? Okay, Jamie. So this is a recent case. Yeah. Right? Just just under two years old. So, so new. Um, and just about five hours from where we are right now. Old and old San Antonio. Yeah. So let's talk about the victim in this case because this girl really was living her best life. Yeah. I mean, for her age and what she was doing. Mm-hmm. So... Andrine was a 29-year-old Jamaican beauty. She was beautiful. She was a successful business owner. She was a mom, a wife, and just a friend to so many people. Um, She was also involved in philanthropy work. And she really just just was thriving in her businesses, which she started, Jamie, at 22 years old. She was tall, beautiful, fun, athletic, super competitive. Um, Her family just said, like, she was probably the most competitive person they knew. She was super competitive and really was just living her best life at 29 years old. So friends and family um, said she was an amazing woman, amazing mom. She had a seven-year-old daughter who was autistic, um, mostly nonverbal. So friends and family said she was just a wonderful mom and super close to her daughter. Oh, the story as a mom, Jamie, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when she was missing, there were just so many people looking for her, and they and they really just wanted to find her. So on March 1st, police receive a call from the residents of Andrine and Andre McDonald. Okay, so here's what's going on at the home. Andrine is a creature of habit. So Monday rolls around, and she just doesn't show up at the gym or for work. Some of her closest friends... They just know something is up. Two of Audrine's friends make their way to her home on Solitude Cove. They notice that her car is there, but no one is answering the door. The ladies find an unlocked back door and make their way inside. They are looking around and find blood on the floor and a light switch in the bathroom. So there's blood on the floor and on the light in the master bathroom, Jamie. Right. They also find Andrine's car keys, her purse, and pretty much everything a woman would take with them if they were leaving the house. Uh, The two women also find a fire pit that looks like it had been recently burned. Well, they've seen enough, I think, and so they decide to call the police and report Andrine missing and what they have found. So the cops make their way to the home, and the ladies show them, you know, what they have found. Um, Now, of course, when someone is reported missing and now that human blood has been found, um, they're going to look, obviously, at the other person that occupies the home. So, like I said, the women knocked on the door, right? Her car is there. They, they, nobody answered. They go through the back door. They walk inside, see the blood, call the police. And now, you know, where, where's, where's her husband, right? Right. She's married. So, and, and she has, and she has a daughter. So they're looking for their, for Andre McDonald, 40-year-old Andre McDonald. Andre, he's a high-ranking officer in the Air Force. Um, and Andrine's family described him as pleasant. And they never really saw him angry or upset or really being violent with her. 
So the police are asking him, you know, when was the last time you saw Andreen? So Jamie, he tells them Andreen is actually being treated by a nearby hospital for an injury. Okay, so Bear County detectives find this interesting because the people that reported her missing, they never mentioned anything about any sort of injury or being contacted about any sort of accident she had. Bear County officers contact the hospital and there is no listing of Andrine as a patient. So, okay, so Jamie, get this. The husband lawyers up on the day she's reported missing and the officers search the home the same day. Right. Right. Okay. So when they confront on um, Andre about Andrine not being a patient at the hospital, he simply says, quote, I don't know where my wife is and then offers no additional help to police. So now the husband is not cooperating and the police file and retain a search warrant for the couple's home the very next day. Okay. Which is a good thing. Yes. So now we're on March 2nd, okay? So March 2nd, the police, they come, they have a search warrant, and they enter the couple's home to, you know, look around a little more. So they start to find some suspicious items. They find a brand new box of large, you know, industrial trash bags. They find a shovel, some gloves, um, an axe, some gasoline, and then, of course, they see the burn pit, now, besides the burn pit, Jamie, all of these items are actually found in the back of his Porsche. <laughs> Good so. place to hide that. <laughs> I mean, because that's just where you keep, you know, an axe and a shovel. Right. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Just, you know. Car stuff. Just, <laughs> just in case you break down. Right. Side of the road stuff. <laughs> yeah. You need a flat, flat tire and fix flat tire. So, but they did have several cars. I think, uh, I think I saw like four or five different cars. Yeah. So the police are now, you know, looking around, observing the cars. And on the license plate of the Chevy Malibu, they find human blood. Um, they also noticed that the garage door was off its track. So to me, it looked like when I was looking at pictures of it, yeah. it looked like either a car had had hit the door and then just put, took it off, you know, its right. track and hinge or s- somebody or something was scuffling around and maybe was pushing someone up against the door and then that's what threw it off the track. So. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I'm, I couldn't find any information on actually how it happened. Well, and once those things are thrown off the track, they're not easy. It's not like something you just pop on like a screen door or something yeah. there. And then they've got the spring and you don't want to mess with a garage door. Like a garage door can kill you. I'm not kidding. Cause yeah. like the spring thing. And yeah, if you try to mess with that and he's probably like, obviously he didn't want to go down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That spring will fling back and knock you right out. Yeah. I mean, and it was clearly off the track. Like when you see the pictures yeah, of it, I um, did see the picture where it was yeah, yeah, elevated off the ground and then the top of it had like a gap on it. <laughs> yeah. too. So police just don't know what to make of it. Right. They're, they're not really sure what happened. So it's about to get a little wild here, you know, for, for Andre. So the police have already decided to start following and tracking him for suspicious behavior, right? Um, Now, remember, he's not cooperating and trying to help find his wife. He's not offering anything. He's not looking for her. He's not asking any questions. I mean, he's lawyered up, right? Yeah. Which, hey, if you've been suspected of murder, you know, you lawyer up. 
right? That is your right, whether innocent or guilty. Absolutely. So you need that support. So lawyering up is not the issue here. The issue is that he just refuses to help search for her and gives zero information, right? Right, right. So that's why they're on his tail here. So later that day, officers follow Andre to a gun shop. So get this, Jamie. So they follow him to a gun shop and he's inside. They're kind of waiting outside, but then they decide to go in and they catch him completely off guard and he basically leaves the gun behind leaves his id behind and runs out of the place i know that was the weirdest part well one of the weirdest parts right so people are they're still searching his home some police are following him to the gun shop he's buying a gun they know he's there they go in he freaks out and just run he just like runs to his car and just takes off and leaves all this dude we know who you are (laughs) and you left your id (laughs) yeah so back at the house, the cops find a smoking gun, Jamie. They find a receipt for all of those suspicious items that were found in the back of his Porsche. So Bear County deputies would say Andre went to great lengths to destroy that receipt. Oh, yeah. And they put it all back together. Yeah. Okay. So do you know how he tried to tear it up? No. I, I don't even know. It just they just said that it was destroyed in the like the date and the time way, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I'm sure it was probably for the axe and the gas tank. I'm sure yeah. there was because they never even said like what it was on the receipt. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, they, it was. Yeah. They know. they So it was the time and the day that right. it was supposedly he was like trying to mark out and cut out. So and then. But, but yeah, they put it all back together. He was just trying to hide the receipt for buying all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, OK. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just did. burn it? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> sure. So he on March 3rd, so get this, Jamie. Now on March 3rd, police arrest him for tampering with evidence in the disappearance of his wife, Andrine. And now it's time for a wine recess. Okay, so this wine is kind of it's kind of growing on me. Before or after you spilt it. <laughs> that was an accident. <laughs> And when you have a Mexican blanket <laughs> underneath your microphone and it's red and dark red, mm, red wine kind of blends in. <laughs> okay. Nobody was, no equipment was heard in no, this, right. of this exactly. podcast. And no, no engineer's feelings either. <laughs> we didn't ruin any of the equipment. He's uh, drinking a yummy beer that we need to share with people, I think. Because I know we have some beer drinkers oh, that listen. but neither one of us are blonde. We are it, not blonde. I see the name on the on the can. He described it to me. Did you say I like blondes? He doesn't like, <laughs> I like blondes. blondes no. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yes, we're, we're so what is the name of the beer, Chris? Feisty blonde. It's called a feisty. Okay, blonde. feisty blonde. Eight point three seven percent alcohol. I'm making that up. Am I making that up? Oh, I'm right. 8.37% alcohol. We'll do um, a beer. It, but it's good. I tasted it. It's 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 like equivalent of what? Like two beers? 8%? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways, it's kind of good. If you like Dallas Blonde, try that. So, Jamie, okay. <laughs> we're here in the new year, new beginnings, new oh, use, new use. You know, I was <laughs> when I re- when I was uh, thinking about new use, I'm like, I thought of, uh, what's hey, that use. movie? No, what's that movie with the guy on the stand? He goes, two utes. He's like, two what? He's like, two youths? You know, what's that? Uh, my cousin Uncle Minnie? Minnie? Yeah, I was like, cousin is it, are we talking about my cousin <laughs> My cousin Minnie. Uh, okay. Two youths. Two youths. 
I'm like the old lady that can't see, you know, from like, <laughs> that's me. Like, I swear. I, I should have brought car. Jamie readers for Christmas. <laughs> I need like six pairs. But I am. I'm like the old lady in that movie where she's, you know, they have her almost yeah. dead. And she's like, I swear I saw the car. <laughs> Ma'am, it's way over yeah, here. Yeah, we're like, how many fingers have I got up? <laughs> so right. new beginnings and new use. <laughs> so I want to challenge our friends out there to try and do one thing. This is something I'm t- I'm going to do, Jamie. And I want you to do this too, Jamie. <laughs> oh, okay. And you too, Chris. Something you've always wanted to do, COVID safe, of course, whether it's adopt a dog, give to a charity, volunteer at a food bank, write a book, you know, whatever it might be. Okay, I'll get on the book thing right away. <laughs> Let me just write, get that knocked out. <laughs> Every listen, oh, Jamie. Jesus. Jamie doesn't. Jamie loves reading, sweating. not writing. She's sweating when I said the word "right." Literally, I started sweating right now. So don't hold your breath for a book from Jamie. No, <laughs> be like a child's book, one letter per page. I highly recommend you guys give this a shot. When you invest your time and money and effort into something, it makes you feel good. And, you know, everybody just needs a little love this year. So I'm wishing everyone a safe and healthy new year. Me too. Okay, Jamie, are you ready to jump back in? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so now Andre is arrested and sitting in Bear County Jail. So, they, dude, they put his bail at $2 million. Mm. That's steep. Well, they didn't want to let him go. Yeah, they didn't. They were like, mm, "What number can we make right. it to where he's we gotta not going anywhere?" We got to keep him here until we can research yeah. more of this stuff, investigate. <laughs> so it takes about a month, but he they do lower the bail, and then he is released on bail April second. Um, he's put on house arrest and only allowed to go to work and back home, um, and he's not allowed to see his daughter. So just a few days later, on April 4th, a badly burned body is found in a wooded area. The authorities and, you know, Jamie, people that been, they've been searching for Andrine, they think they have found her. They, they think these are her remains. But it is confirmed just a few days later that the remains are not a match to Andrine. Right. Um, so Andrine's story, um, it starts to make national news. There's a reward for her return. People are searching for her. And Jamie, I think at this point, they know that they're looking for Andrine's remains yeah. um, because of everything they have found in the house. And they just really wanted to bring her home to her family. Um, one of the women, Jamie, that searched the home that day um, she told a news reporter, quote, Andrine always told me that if anything happened to her or if she went missing, Andre was responsible. Yeah. So with the lack of the cooperation from the very beginning, I think the authorities, her family, her friends, you know, I know they wanted to hold out hope. You always do, mm-hmm. you know, but I think they knew deep down that something, you know, had happened to her. So on Thursday, July 11th, a man looking for cow bones discovers a skull and bones on a 50-acre property near Bolverde. The remains, you know, they're hard to identify at this point because of the sun exposure over the past four months. But Detective Salazar of Bear County said dental records helped identify that it was indeed Andrine McDonald. So two days later, an arrest warrant is issued for Andre McDonald. According to McDonald's arrest warrant affidavit, investigators noticed the human remains appeared to have been covered with wood and bones from a nearby deceased cow and set 
on fire. That is just so weird of me. So why don't you tell me the weirdness you feel in this case? Well, I just feel really weird about some random guy walking around 50 acres looking for cow bones and comes across a lady, which in this case is the deceased and the poor lady in the story, Andrine, under bones from a cow. Like, okay, why the hell are you out looking for cow bones? And Mm -hmm. you got to be pretty good to find it on 50 acres. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that question, Um, but maybe if we have anyone that listens and has anything to do with having lots of acres and cows and why someone would be looking for cow bones. I mean, my guess was maybe something happened to his cows and they wanted to see maybe if they had ran away, if maybe, maybe there was, I'm thinking, like, can a coyote attack a cow? Yeah, of course. I'm just wondering if... (sighs) I don't know. I sit here and think, and I'm like, okay, does he think maybe, like, his cattle has some sort of disease? So, like, sometimes, you know, cows wander off or something, and they go to die. I don't know. I don't know how cattle works. I have no idea. But I just find, (laughs) I just, I'm just wondering how coincidental is that that this poor lady's remains are found. On a a 50-acre private property. Right. With, Mm -hmm. underneath... This particular cow's bones. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I don't, it just doesn't, it just doesn't sit right. It's just weird. So, um, we'll get into what, where Andre is now and kind of, and what's going on. But, uh, you know, is someone else involved? That's what that makes you think that there is. Is there a connection you know, we, we know he has military connections, right? Yeah. We know he's a high-ranking officer. Right. And you, not everybody knows who you know, right? You may know and talk, people may know and talk to people that their friends don't actually know they have, you know, mm-hmm. friends that they have. And so who knows? I mean, maybe they, I, I, don't, I know that you know that he knows that, that, that we don't know. <laughs> we don't and that's why we say clue. we don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so if anybody is would does know why he would be looking for cow bones, please let us know. Yeah. T-E-A-M at TexasWineTrueCrime.com. Let yeah. us know. All right, so now they've got the arrest warrant. Um, and investigators noticed that human remains, you know, had been covered with wood and bones from a nearby deceased cow and set on fire, right? So also in the warrant, detectives discover blue jeans with human blood on them in the laundry room. So they had things, Jamie, they had found that day that they didn't really tell the public about, right? Mm-hmm. They had all this evidence. They were waiting to find her remains because right. it's very hard to prove, you know, capital murder, first degree murder without a body. Yeah. I mean, it is. So it, it's much easier with a body. And um, yeah, I think... They basically say it's like circumstantial. Right? Or right. they just... Yeah. Without right. a body, it's really hard to convict right. somebody. Right. So they they were just gathering all this evidence. So they had the jeans with the blood. They also had a claw hammer that had human blood on the face and the handle of the trash can. So the blood was... All of that blood was later identified as belonging to Andrine. 
Now, this is really the most heartbreaking part of the case for me. Um, They knew from the beginning that whatever happened to Andrine took place over the weekend while the family was at home. So they do believe that from the beginning that their seven-year-old daughter had witnessed all or some of the murder. Awful. According to news for San Antonio, Detective Salazar said back in March, quote, this little girl is autistic, mostly nonverbal. And to us, and I can't go too much into it, but to us, it's pretty obvious she saw something. She saw what happened to her mom, and that's the most heartbreaking part of this case. According to McDonald's arrest warrant affidavit, a friend of Andrine described several occasions where the daughter made comments about Andre hurting mommy. The affidavit goes on to say that on one occasion, the friend observed the little girl playing with her doll in the backyard. The friend told investigators the girl placed the doll in a circle of rocks, broke some small sticks, and placed them over the doll before asking for, quote, the fire. That's so messed up. 40-year-old Andre McDonald was indicted by a Bear County grand jury back in October on two charges related to the murder of Andrine McDonald. He appeared before Jank Frank Castro in the 399th Criminal District Court in July 2020. Defense attorneys asked for a reset, which was granted Jamie, and at this time, a reset date has not been set, probably because of COVID. Yeah. So he's just running in jail where yep. he belongs. On February 28th, 2019, Andrine was last seen on video footage leaving a pizza hut with her daughter. Phone records show Andre returned home shortly after that. Andre had filed for divorce back in 2017, but he had retracted that filing. Andrine had told friends that the marriage wasn't perfect, but she wanted to make it work for her family. Even though a motive is still not clear, Jamie, I do believe that jealousy of her success... Her ability to laugh and live life to the fullest made him angry. Mm -hmm. She really was everything he wanted to be. I do believe that. I saw interviews with him and just the way he acted when he was arrested. And this girl was jamming in her car. You know, people were crying on camera, begging for her to come home. She was really, really just... Uh, uh, you know she was successful smart people liked her and he just hated the fact that people were you know loved her and she was successful yeah well she was i mean she just by looking at pictures of her too you can see i mean she was like five foot nine or something Uh, yeah she was almost six foot i think yeah she was tall five foot yeah she Mm -hmm. was yem she was tall beautiful Mm -hmm. like said smart yeah, had her own business. Philanthropist. Like she she gave all a lot her of her stuff. time and money, and mm-hmm. you know, she she ran homes to help people. You yeah. know, yeah. So, just just really sad. Well, Jamie, that concludes episode two of season two. If you want to see pictures related to this case, you can find them on our Instagram and Facebook page, Texas Wine and True Crime. All right, Jamie, are you ready to review the wine? Oh, I I think I'm corking it this week, right? Yes, you. Yeah, it's all you. Okay, so I will say when I first had my sip, um, there was an aftertaste that I wasn't quite sure. It was um, tangy. I'm going to use the word tangy. 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 Tangy and cherry. Cherry tang. 
Yeah. <laughs> Cherry Tang. Isn't Tang a, isn't Tang a drink? What was like the orange ju- the drink they used mm. to take to space? Orange Tang. Did you say that you used to take to space? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's what they used to, um, that's, wasn't that the thing that they, they am I, I wrong know. on that? No, I'm just like. I am wrong or am I right? Very few people just go to space. Chris so. is saying I'm right. Oh. No, you, yeah. It's what they used to take to tang. space. Well, it's powder, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's powder. So <laughs> tangy, cherry tangy. No, you used a better word. It was word. Just, just called tang. I was. I said it was like tart cherry. Tart. That's the word I'm looking tart for. Tart cherry. Tart cherry. Um, it rem- yeah, definitely tastes like tart cherry. Su- sweet tart, but not a sweet wine. It's more on the dry side. Yeah. It's even on the label dry red wine. It's a little on the dry side. Um, but I, I like it. Okay. It's different. I'll say that. I mean, like, it, and it not is. in a bad way. It's different to a lot of reds that you drink. Like, it's got this, like, a bite. Like a, yeah, like a tart cherry. Okay, so I kind of think of it as, like, if when you're eating something sour, and then when you're finished eating it, you know that that's tang that's kind of left on your tongue a little bit from like a sour, sour patch kid <laughs> yeah like something of sour like i feel like, like that's mm. what's on the tongue yeah okay it hits that like little back taste buds in the back of mm-hmm. like your tongue it's like <laughs> i feel like well, i feel like you can kind of always taste it which is kind of why i like it like i feel like it leaves a little something it every never time goes away. never ever <laughs> Well, Los Pinos Ranch, we love you. We love having your wine on our show. Now, they are nestled in Pittsburgh, Texas. This be- Oh, wait. Did I cork it? No. Giving it three corks, baby. <laughs> three corks here. The beautiful 40-acre estate vineyard winery and restaurant in Tuscan um, Cottage is nestled among the pines in northeast Texas. Enjoying wine tastings, wine by the glass or bottle, and a full menu featuring chef specials of the week. So they offer tours, live music, and just just fun just fun i've seen their website they they i follow them on instagram they've got some fun stuff going on if i go to a sad winery i can tell you one thing i ain't never going back I know, <laughs> so I know. it better be fun okay who sure is, is down for like a weekend in wine country when it's safe i mean we have to we're gonna be doing some live shows we're going to be ready to get out and yeah. meet some people. You guys need to follow us on Facebook. Yeah, We're going to start putting things together. I know, putting things together. Yeah, Instagram, Facebook, that's that's where you can find us. All right, so um, check them out at LosPinosRanchVineyards.com and tell them your friends at Texas Wine and True Crime sent you. All right, Jamie, each week we want to share an organization with our friends out there just inspires everyone to be givers and just better people. So what organization did you have in mind this week? So we're going to go with the Autism Spectrum Disorder Foundation and for the daughter, obviously. I mean, that was just really sad that the poor daughter basically lost both of her parents. Yes, she did. You Mm -hmm. know, so but thankfully she has other family members. Mm But you can find them at myasdf.org. Um, you can donate right there online. Um, they also have a number that you can call or you can email. Um, but if you just go to the website, you can pretty much find anything. Now, um, autism, more kids are affected by that than cancer, AIDS, and diabetes combined. What? Yeah. Yeah, I know. And that, it's just, which. I did not know that. Kind of surprises me and kind of doesn't. I mean, because I know a lot of people were on the spectrum, right? There's many, right. there's many 
part of it. So, right. um, but anyway, they do lots of great things. They do a social skills camp. They do a swim program. They do this iPad, what they call iPad for kids, where they go and they get to do like a summer camp that enables them to express their like creating and all that fun stuff. And then they do, um, what's it called? Uh, equine therapy, you know, like horses. Oh, okay. Yeah. The equestrian. Equestrian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, uh, yeah. Right. And so it's funny because I um, used to do that a couple years back with oh. downtown like of Dallas. Yeah. And it was so sweet. I mean, these kids were so excited when they would come in and get to gro- they groom their horse. Oh. They put all like sort of the ones that Take were able to were able to like saddle them up or whatever. But oh, man, they would just like trot around the, the arena and stuff. Oh, my gosh. It was so fun. But anyway. That stuff makes you feel good, guys. That's why we say it's a new year. Go out, go do something that makes you feel good. I mean, it's just, this is the type, you know, if everyone just did a little something for someone, you know, and the one smile on people's faces. And then when we did, I mean, there was people from five all the way up to 45, you know, I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and oh my gosh, the light, there's. Yeah, I don't know. I can't explain the light on their face. It was so cool. So anyway, yes, M-Y-A-S-D-F dot org. Great. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Good one. Good one. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, again, Happy New Year. We may we may be saying Happy New Year every episode. We, we, we got to keep saying it over and over, right? Because it's going to be amazing. Because it's the best year. It is. Maybe. <laughs> Let's see. All right. Well, Happy New Year. Until next time, friends, stay safe, have fun, and cheers to next time. Cheers, Chris. Thank you. Cheers.